Yo, yo, it's Malcolm Elliott. I'm about to go in where bars reign supreme. You know it. My name is Malcolm Elliott. We're here at the Phoenix Cafe, and I chose this spot because it's uh, really important to me. It's where I had my first open mic performance. Um, I remember it was like maybe 10 people in this room, if that, you know what I'm saying? And it's, so much has happened since then, so it's really good. It feels good to come back. It feels really good to come back here. And were you like really nervous for that performance? What led up to that performance? What, what, what was that night like? Um, that night, it was, it was a performance with a whole bunch of other rappers and you know they had the open mic sign up list and so I was like man I had just started rapping it was about two years ago I had just started rapping I was like man might as well hop on there with my mans I, it was a track featuring I was featured on my mans track it was uh so decided to just go up there with him and do it I remember we started when the song started people just came running from the back back there it was like yeah man what's that who that in there so yeah, that's, how I, that's how I was going. So what got you started, started into the music? Started into music? Well, I've always been a musician. And uh, I started playing the saxophone in like, third grade. And so, um, so I've been a musician all my life. And so rapping, I didn't, I didn't start rapping until I got to college. I was at Wayne State. And it was, college for me was a real stressful time. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I had a lot of creative, uh, you know what I'm saying? With the saxophone, I had a lot of creative outlets, but it was just, I just needed something more. So I started writing poetry and then like, poem led to you know a verse on a song for my mans that we actually ended up performing here that night and uh which turned into my own project and then one thing led to another and now i'm here so and what were you, some of your influences like some of my biggest influences so, who were you listening to that made you say all right maybe i can do this you know um hip-hop i don't know it don't have to sort of be hip-hop it could be uh, any art form um i would say as, as a saxophone player like I listen to all kinds of music, so it was like, I drew inspiration from everybody from Charlie Parker to Lupe Fiasco, you know what I'm saying? Lupe Fiasco was probably really the, the first person, rapper that I, I really connected with on like another level, like sixth grade, you know what I'm saying, when my friend showed me one of his songs, and I was like, damn, this is cold. So I just wanted to go research everything about him. He was like, he, Lupe's still one of my favorite rappers, you know what I'm saying? Just lyrically, just on another level, man. How you feel about his newer music? Newer music, it's not like it's old music. It's not like I the cool, say, it's not you know, like it's not the cool. <laughs> it's not just I, man. The cool was just classic. The cool was like top five, man. Yeah, cool was like top five. People kind of debate me with food and liquor versus the cool, but I like the cool. The cool, the cool, man. That's that's, that's Lupe in like at his prime, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Lupe at his prime. Okay. All right. So where you, where, where are you from in the Metro Detroit area? I'm from West Side. Uh, I grew up with my family first. My dad used to be back and forth between Chicago and Detroit. So when we first like really settled down in Detroit after you know me and my sister was born, we was living on Joy Road, and then maybe in like the third grade we moved over here on, on the West Side on Seven Mile. Okay, all right. And um, like if you had to describe your music to people, how would you describe it? To describe my music to people, it was uh, some people like to describe me as conscious. I say I just you know what I'm saying I'm it's all from the heart so. I wouldn't say it's a it's just traditional hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, that's why I, that's how I describe it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's a balance. It's, it's a balance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I try to find that sweet because growing up listening to Lupe, I, I could be super lyrical at times, and I know that. And I it's a uh, you try to find that sweet spot. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been times even when I was growing up where. 
Like, I would get a lot of Lupe punchlines, but I feel like my peers wasn't, so they would just, like, write them off, like, man, Lupe not that sweet. I'm like, bro, Lupe is a goat. You don't know that. So it was like, I try to, like, ride that sweet spot as much as I can, you know what I'm saying, where it's like, I can still be as lyrical as I want, but still be connecting with people who I will often be going over their heads, you feel me? Cool, man. Um, what what makes your music stand out from other music in the, in the local aspect? Like, is this, for me, what's frustrating is that a lot of it sounds the same, so that's what the Go Man Project Definitely. is really about. Uh, Definitely. I don't, know, I don't understand why artists try to make music that sounds like the next person. Yeah. Music. I don't understand that. So yeah. what is it that makes your music stand out from uh, other artists' music? I think because I have a really, really diverse musical background, a lot of the, the nuances and, and the small things that we pay attention to in the music come out more, even more if you don't really recognize it right away, you know what I'm saying? I spend a lot of time, you know what I'm saying, just on my on the rapping part, just a lot of time on wordplay and lyricism and things, you know what I'm saying, uh, metaphors, a whole bunch of stuff like that. And I, I really try to go the extra mile for the music, because music is something I, I respect a lot. Um, I feel like, what you're saying, it's like a, it's a lot of selfishness in music nowadays. It's a lot of stuff about me, my money, my cars, my clothes, my girls, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not always about you, man. It's, uh, I, I respect the art form. It's things that make our music stand out, I feel like, it's, especially for being an up-and-coming artist, you know what I'm saying? People figure out you, you know, on the underground scene. Is, is is that we don't sound like underground artists. People hear me and it's like, man, I can't believe you're not, you know, you're not famous, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all put in so much work on the music, you know what I'm saying? It don't sound like you recorded this, you know what I'm saying, uh, off an of iPhone or something. Because we, we went from rapping on the iPhone to rapping in, in, in big studios, man. I remember where we started. And it's, it's, it's humbling experiences like that that keep me grounded, that keep me wanting to, to drive and grind more for it. Uh, you say you play an instrument as well. Yeah, I play the saxophone. I play, you know, saxophone is really my passion. That's like my baby, but I, I dabble in other instruments. I play a little bit of the flute, a little clarinet, a little piano, but saxophone is my main thing. I used to be real big, you know, in high school, like 240 type-ish, and I'm like 180. So, I mean, I, I really had a passion for, you know what I'm saying, just living a healthier lifestyle, you know, loving myself more. So, I mean, I go to the gym. Working out, I guess, would be kind of like another passion of mine. I don't know. It's a good way, a good, good stress reliever, you feel me? Good way to release stress, sure, for sure. tension, all of that. For sure. Now, um, everyone, I'm sure when the people first start, everyone's goal is usually like, oh, I'm gonna be super famous, super rich. Oh, what are some of the goals that you have as an artist? Are you looking for something mainstream, some kind of label deal, or something you looking to be independent for as long as possible? I, I feel like the independent route is definitely more where you want to go. If, as an artist, I mean, people see a deal, you know what I'm saying, they throw you some cheese. But it's like, you know, you sign that contract, you really don't, you're not in control of nothing no more. My goal was never, my goal was just using music to express myself. It was never the, my goal was using to, music to express myself. It was never like, I want to be super rich, super famous, super this. It was just like, I want to use music to 
minister onto other people to, you know what I'm saying, share my experiences with other people. That's why I'm like, I don't, people who try to rap about, you know what I'm saying, stuff they don't know nothing about. Like, I'm not out here rapping about, you know, gang banging and selling drugs because I don't do that shit, man. It's like, I, I can only rap about the stuff I do know. I know how it feels to have people not believe in you, you know what I'm saying, have people, you know what I'm saying, not believe in your dreams and stuff like that. And to want more out of life, you just want more out of life, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like people hear that, you know what I'm saying? I feel I would say I'm a more of an inspirational rapper. People hear me and like, oh man, you know, this. I get a lot of, you know what I'm saying, this song helped me get through a tough time or this song really related to me on another level and I was really able to get through whatever situation I was going through because of something you said, you know what I'm saying? And those are the best messages, I feel like. Those are more gratifying to me than my paycheck, you know? I, I feel you on that for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not too fond of like someone else having control of what I'm trying yeah. to do. Like when I'm trying to build a network of like different shows I'm trying to produce for artists or talent in the city. Right. I, my initial, the, the, the thing was I had all these ideas. I'm like, yeah, I'm one day I'm going to work for BET or Complex or yeah. VH1 or something. And I thought to myself like, why would I give them all of my ideas yeah. and have them make more money and give me a little small like, little piece percentage of, of percentage of your own ideas? Of my own idea when I can build on this for my on my right. myself. Right, you can build so a network. I'm, I'm just gonna do it myself, and I'm not even gonna work on trying to get to New York or LA mm-hmm. and work for them. Right, work for myself. Work for yourself, and that's that's the that's the best thing is when you have a hundred percent control, creative control of what you want to do, your ideas is is. It's nothing like it, man. Have, being under somebody else's thumb is like, all right, you got to put this out by this time at this place, and you got to do it this way, or you're not getting, you know what I mean? Like, that's just too much. Like, I I got too much, you know what I'm saying? You, especially when you're talented and you know you're talented. It's like, man, I, I have the resources and I have the know-how to do this on my own, so why not do it on my own? Exactly. exactly. Um, so is there any other artists that you listen to in the local scene? Oh, man, I, I love, the, I feel like Detroit has one of the best underground local scenes man it's i listen to i listen to nolan mm-hmm. i listen to who else uh ray louise she's uh she's from here she's on a couple of my projects but she's out in atlanta right now she just got signed to uh dream loud the same uh label as el hey the rapper he was just on double xl i about to say um who i listen to heavy i'm trying to think of some heavy hitters uh i listen to nightmarekins man adolph jen i listen to J prime just dropped a good track Man, it's a whole bunch of them. G King, Hive, Forever Golden. Forever Golden is the group that was throwing the show that I signed up for when I performed here the first time. So shout out to them. You know, J Square, Be Free, Creech, Brandy, all of them, man. Uh, man, I could I could go on about DJ because that's all that's all I listen to, man. Like, I love the, Richie Marciano. Like, I, the whole underground scene in Detroit is, is real buzzing right now. I think we got one of the best underground scenes, period. Period. Now, how do you uh, balance your music with other life obligations? With the job, I'm not sure if you're a parent at all, uh, school, oh, you know, how do you yeah, balance yeah. your music with all those other obligations? It was, uh, I want to say, well, I, first it was like when I made the conscious decision to be a rapper, I wanted to really give it my all, you know what I'm saying? And I was, it's, it's about being diligent in it, you know what I'm saying? You want to eliminate as many distractions as possible first and then when you gotta deal with the stuff that you gotta deal with, it's kind of just like you just go ahead and and it's days when you're tired, it's days when you you know what I'm saying you're not gonna feel like doing it. But that's those are times I feel like that's when you gotta do it the most. It's, it's days when I don't want to go to the gym, but every time I end up at the gym, I'm like, man, I'm so happy I came. 
I'm, I'm, I'm more happy I, I sat down and did the work than just went to sleep. It's, you know what I'm saying, going to work, you know, getting off late, come home tired, it's like, I could go to sleep, but most nights I'm up writing a song or, you know what I'm saying, as long as you do something every day that benefits you, you know what I'm saying, in the long run where it's going, you know what I'm saying, help your, where it's worth working on your craft or, you know what I'm saying, just doing something that's benefiting your art form, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, it's just being diligent and disciplined. So what's more important to you, winning a Grammy or going platinum? Winning a Grammy government, going platinum. Going platinum only because it's like, you can't go platinum without people listening to you and your fans, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't go platinum, I mean the fans went platinum, you know what I'm saying? Grammys, all of that man, that's white owned, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like, people, this is my opinion, people, you know what I'm saying, black people, we try to run for the Grammys and Everybody else, we want an award to justify the art, but I feel like you know you don't need a Grammy to justify. You from yeah, you want you want you're looking for acceptance. Like, oh, I'm not as good as these other artists if I don't have a Grammy. It's like, why can't we start our own network? You know what I'm saying? Get our own Grammys popping. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just my mindset. It's like I, a Grammy is cool. Don't Grammys don't watch this and say, man, we not <laughs> never get this nigga Grammy because I look, man, I miss with y'all. It's just. I feel like it's I don't I don't need validation as an artist like whether whether nobody hears my music or everybody hears my music is knowing it came from the heart and it came from a place that was genuine is that that's that's what matters more to me I feel more bad if I made art that wasn't from the heart and it got a Grammy you know what I'm saying and it was man no <laughs> I'll show you that <laughs> okay uh, so you do have do you have any other hobbies outside of music hobbies outside of music. Do you collect anything? Like you into like comics? You you a shoe collector, a car collector, uh, uh, movie uh, watcher? Like what, what's? The I'm on Twitter a lot. I feel like social media is a hobby. Uh, I don't know. I'm I don't, I would not call myself a comedian, but I feel like I'm like like a freelance. Like I said, a freelance comedian. Like I don't know. Like I'm on Twitter a lot. I'm one of those Twitter people. I have people come up to me now at performances. Like man, you one of my favorite Twitter personalities only because you know what I'm saying you. You tweet a lot of, you know, memes. I'm on the memes heavy. Uh, you know, that's what I do in my off time. I say I like paper. And then I feel like I, feel like I, figure, I figure Twitter out. Twitter's easy now. Like, you, you tweet something like your unpopular opinion. You throw a joke in there with, like, a, the right picture. They eat it up, man. They eat it up, man. They eat that up. They love it. I get, like, 100, 200 retweets just for saying, just for something I, I tweeted before I went to bed. It's like I wake up, it's like 200 retweets. I'm like, what, man? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what are some of your short-term and long-term goals? Short-term goals, who? So, uh, next five years, I, I do want to be on major platforms, and that's that's kind of short-term and long-term, because like short-term is like I really like in the next two years kind of want to be in like XXL, you know, what I'm saying uh, MTV, that type of circuit. Long-term, like ten years. Hopefully, who am I? Twenty-one right now. I still hope to be making music. You know, what I'm saying couple platinum albums, award, trophy case full, you know what I'm saying? But I want to be living comfortably, you know what I'm saying, before I turn 30, you know what I'm saying? The goal is, you know what I'm saying, be traveling and doing, networking with all the artists I grew up watching with, you know, all my idols and stuff, you know what I'm saying, very soon, like by 25, like that's that's my goal. And I'm 21, I only been rapping two years, so the progression that we've made so far has been like the accelerated course in, in, in a, a class where you just, He's knocking it out real fast. And I didn't, I know we just blessed, man. Like, we did a lot of stuff that's happened for us. 
we really didn't expect to happen as quick as they did. We wanted them to happen, but the fact that they happened in already is uh, is kind of nothing short of amazing. And when you mention me, well, excuse me, we, who, who was we that you were referring to? We all, I'm with, uh, my own company is the Commonwealth Collective, you know what I'm saying? And it's, uh, we started fresh out of high school, and that, that's before I was a rapper. It was, uh, it originally was my man's, Josh, um, me and him actually met in like the fifth grade, so that's, it's cool to work with somebody that you grew up with, but, um, he was the best producer I knew at the time coming out of high school. Then my uh, fellow rapper, Ozzy Flash, he was the best rapper I knew coming out of high school. And so I was supposed to be like the manager of the group, kind of like I linked them both together. They made some good music. And like I said, when I started writing poetry, one thing led to another and then here we are. So it was uh, a lot of stuff going on. Cool, man. That's pretty all, all the questions that I have. Man. Anything else that you want to like, share? Uh, Shoot. What you got coming up? What, what's, what's coming up? What, coming up. This past weekend was probably the longest weekend. Like I was telling you earlier, say we had a total of five shows this week. On Friday, we had the Dope Detroit Music. Shout out to TC. But this uh, on Saturday, we had three shows. Had two festivals, the African World Festival, No More Parties in AA, and then the Godly Fest out in Dearborn. So it was three cities in one day. Um, but up next for us, um, still on the radio every Friday, 107.5 with DJ BJ for Freestyle Friday. You, uh, you were on that last weekend? No, actually, I had a show. I had a show last Friday, so I missed last Friday, but I'll be back this Friday. Are those, are those shows live or are they pre-taped? Uh, no, 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 they're live. They're live on the radio, yeah. Okay. Every Friday around 9 o'clock. Because I was, I was listening uh, one day. It was actually studio this past weekend. Oh, okay. And it, it felt like it was like pre like pre Pre-recorded, yeah. okay. It felt like it was produced. Like I remember it when I was younger, mm -hmm. and it felt like it was like a bunch of guys in the studio, yeah, just taking turns on the microphone. Yeah, but it felt. It's so it's the same. Way. It's the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I say yeah. we just he just throw on the beat, man. Whoever just trying to go up there and rap, we rap. But I don't know. It's intense, man. Like uh, it's like a whole process now. You know, you get in there, you got to battle your way through. Like I'm not even no battle rapper. You know what I'm saying? But it was I, I appreciate it because it takes me out of my comfort zone. And the only way you grow as a person or in any, any facet is if you get out your comfort zone. And so being down there, when we first started, you got to rap. You got to go down there, battle rap your way through three rounds. And then, you know what I'm saying, whoever make it out them three rounds, rap on the radio. And I have been going down there so much. And I have, it was so many artists that was making it through every time. Or after like, I don't know, maybe like six, seven weeks, he picked like a core group of rappers, like maybe seven or eight rappers that he just laid on radio every week, and I was one of those rappers. And so I don't have to battle no more, like through those first three rounds, but like the core comes in, and if you a rapper and you make it through the first three rounds, and you know what I'm saying, like say it's like out of maybe 16 rappers who start out of the last four. So the top two automatically make it in, and then the last two that lost, you could battle somebody in the core for their spot. So it was like, you could battle me for my spot, and I not rap on the radio that week. If, so if, is it by like the, the person is it the person's choice, or is it just like you know it's the person's choice? Like you like pick somebody in the court you want to battle for their spot. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't battle that lost a couple times. You feel me? But it's all a growing experience. You know what I'm saying? I ain't after like the last time I lost, I haven't lost no more. But you know what I'm saying? It being in that mode, just like me, like I said, I make inspirational music. Like having to go in and be like, I'm about to destroy this person lyrically. Like I'm about to just go in there and battle rap him for the spot on the radio because I'm about to rap on the radio and you're not about to stop me. So it's going in there with that attitude, it's, it's kind of, it's, I like it because it really take, it, I feel like it took me to another level as far as being a rapper. It took me out of my comfort zone. A lot of growth came from that. It makes you a little more well-rounded as well. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? A lot of punchlines, 
on this upcoming album, a lot of the punchlines they could they could credit uh, battle rap writing uh, for the, some of these punchlines y'all gonna hear on this album. Is this your first project that's coming out, or is it? First album, yeah, first album. yeah, yeah, yeah. First album. I said we still in summer 2016, but as far as his marketing and promotion, because right now we just you know what I'm saying we trying to get all the content together, stack up all the music, all the videos, mm-hmm. and so really the goal for the album is summer 2017. That's what we're really looking okay. like. Um, it's a lot of stuff we want to do too, get placements and stuff. Uh, got a track that we trying to send into the uh, get it on Justice League. You know what I'm saying? Blockbuster film. So it's it's a lot of stuff we got moving right now, but we are looking for the album 2017. That's that's the goal for me. Okay. So, is it that you don't want to mention previous projects, or are you just? Oh no no no! Uh, previous <laughs> projects. Uh, the first project when I first dropped it, crazy. Um, was called the Air of Adolescence. It came out this February of 2015, and I had worked on that project since the summer of 2014. So it took almost a year to make that, and we put a lot of work behind it. Only because like when I decided to be a rapper, I really wanted to, you know what I'm saying giving my all. So many people had knew me as Malcolm, the saxophone player, you know what I'm saying? And I really wanted to, you know what I'm saying, separate myself and deviate myself to another facet and just completely come back, you know, Malcolm the rapper. And I didn't want people to associate the two, you know what I'm saying? Um, And so we went all out for the project. We dropped it in February. I was actually on a college tour when I dropped it um, with Dope Detroit Music. Um, It was their two year anniversary this last Friday I performed it. But when I dropped it, we only had about 30,000 plays on SoundCloud total. And that whole month, like at the end of March, we were at maybe 75,000. So we did about 35,000 hits in, in a month for the first project. And now we over, we closing in on 200,000 plays on SoundCloud. So we made a lot of strides since then. Um, that was the first project, the era, the era of adolescence. And then Hibernation was a, like a gift for the fans for helping us um, cross 100,000. I didn't drop that until Christmas of uh, last Christmas. Wow, so you said 100,000 plays? Yep, over 100,000, yep, yep, yep. So what's the fan love like? Fan love, oh man, it's crazy, it's crazy. And that's, that's the part that I really don't think about as much because I don't really, I think, like I think about fans when I write music because I want to think about how can I minister on other people, you know what I'm saying, and touch other people's lives. But like when I go throughout my day-to-day routine, I'm not really thinking about, you know what I'm saying, people listening to me and whatever. So when I go out to performances or even some people recognize me, you know what I'm saying, like, oh, Malcolm, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's crazy. Like people tell me like, and that's what I'm saying, people walk up and tell me like, this song, you know, touched me in this type of way. And it's, it's, it's a really good feeling. It's a really good feeling. And I'm, you know what I'm saying, we know we want to get on that bigger level, that bigger stage. And so I appreciate like the small interactions, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know how much longer, you know what I'm saying? I'm, it's gonna, I'm gonna be able to have those, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, you can walk in somewhere and, and not have to be worried about being rushed by tens of thousands of fans, you know what I'm saying? Like Rihanna can't walk into the, the grocery store or, you know what I'm saying? And, and people not just lose their minds. And so I appreciate, you know what I'm saying? Especially people who like, put like they, because we all know why people feel like it's like a, it's like a pride thing to walk up and tell somebody you appreciate they, they art form or their music. Like, man, if you, like, I, I would walk up to somebody in broad daylight and be like, bro, like, I really mess with your music. I really mess with what you do. Or if, like, not even just like a, a rapper or artist. I would, like, any, like, photographers, but y'all, like, if I mess with what you do, I like your art. I'm gonna tell you I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I don't get why people do that. Like, it I shows they'll stand there just stiff face while you're Yeah, 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 yeah. But then when you get off, it was, 
That shit wild to me, dog. That shit is wild to me, bro. And I watched it happen. I watched it happen where I was like, man, I'm like thinking like, bro, why is this, why is this nigga me mugging me the whole time, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah. And get off stage, be like, hey, bro, I fuck with your music, yeah. man. Like on a real, on a real hushed yeah. tone, though. Whisper, whispering, like, damn, you don't even want your man to hear this shit, man. But why? Um, why? <laughs> I don't know, but but it's been happening less and less where people like, you know what I'm saying, it's been groups of people lately just, you know what I'm saying, man, we mess with your music, y'all, you mess with your move, your movement, everything, keep doing what you're doing, and then like, they'll say it, and they'll give me like encouraging words, and that's what I appreciate, people say, you know what I'm saying, just keep doing what you're doing, bro, keep grinding, you know what I'm saying, don't let nobody knock you off your square, you know what I'm saying, just, you got it, yada, 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 and sometimes that's all you need to hear, you know, quick, you know, pick me up, you know what I'm saying, sometimes, sometimes, you know, everybody feel down, everybody, I'm only human, man, so it's like, I go through stuff just like everybody else do. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. That's, this is a good one. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm out of questions, man. But you, anything else you want to say? Anybody want to like, you know, say shout out to man, anybody? Shout out to Detroit for rocking with the movement. Shout out to everybody who tuned in. Shout out to everybody who don't know about my music yet because y'all in for a rude awakening. Shout out to, shout out to you, man, because you didn't have to do this. Shout out to... Nolan, shout out to Nolan for real. He pushing for real. Um, damn man, shout out to God, cause I mean I'm just feel blessed. Like it's like I'm overbooked, but that's a blessing. You feel me? Like being busy is a blessing. Like you can't argue, you can't be mad about a lot of stuff being on your plate when you're trying to eat. So it's like we out here trying to eat, man. I don't know, it's Malcolm Elliott. Y'all know what to do. With Look, I don't got time to be backing down. I know fiends who hit your block and circle back around, smoking black and mouths. Come on, they be like Malcolm, you don't drop often. Well, when I do, boy, I drop coffins. Okay, I'm thinking now's the time. See, I go the extra mile for mine, and all these other rappers miles behind. So catch up, you couldn't do it even if they call Hines, then they call crime. After crossing the wrong line, we all gone off long bongs, it's all strong. Then I spawn and write songs that write wrongs. Care if I'm on the wrong lawn? I sent two girls in Hong Kong home, and they went Wearing the wrong thong, man, you don't know who you dealing with. I got the kind of flow that you hit the ceiling with. Yeah, they feeling it. Malcolm, when they gonna give you your shine? Or that feature with shine? I told him, man, you gotta give it some time, you feel me? It's Malcolm Elliott, you know what to do. Cool. Okay, so if you wanna go out and get, get social media. Okay. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all social media handles is Malcolm X Elliott on everything, man. MalcolmXElliott.com for all music. Two tapes, hour and a half music out, man. A lot of good stuff. Follow me, man.